Welcome to Look at My Records, another episode of Look at My Records. This is Look at My Records. I said that three times, but I can do that. I'm the host. And I'm here with the planet U. What's going from on? From Montclair, New Jersey. Hey. Town next to my hometown. Yeah, Verona. One of my hometowns, I guess. I feel like <laughs> I have multiple hometowns. It's, it's, you know, I moved to Verona when I was 15 years old. It's right next to Montclair, everyone. Just in case you want a lesson in New Jersey <laughs> geography. But your drummer's not here, but why don't you guys take a second to introduce yourselves and tell me who plays bass and who plays guitar. All right, so I'm Pete, and I play the bass. The bass six. The bass, yeah, the bass six. That's right. The six-string bass? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it's kind of like up. a, you got like a corn thing going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we go for. If you, yeah. if you guys ever heard this band, they sound exactly like corn. Exactly. Not, Our not drummer really. played with corn. Really? Yes. When he, he was in high school. Yeah, he knows, the, well, they know the guitarist, right? Yeah, yeah. Which one, Head or head. Monkey? I think Head. Okay. Yeah, head. Yeah. He, he you sure about that? I'm not yeah. sure. You sure it's Monkey and or not Head? Are you sure it's head and not I, monkey? I think it's head, but head. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. Also, I'm Max, and I play I play yeah. the guitar. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> we're the planet you. <laughs> All right. Well, Very happy let's to just be here. let's just uh, it's it head. Your 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 drummer has played with new head from Corn. Oh yeah. So our our drummer, who's unfortunately not here, uh, he's he used to play in this band called Pwned, which is the best name. Yeah. And, and uh, very uh, video game. Exactly. Related. Spelled P W N E D. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. Point, I know. The only I know. way. I'm not. I'm not a noob. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not a noob. Yeah. I know how to spell pound. You're an old That's head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, so, I'm just playing. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I, I I'm pretty sure they've been broken up for like a while now. But yeah. like the guitarist of Corn keeps like contacting me. He's like, Yo, let me hear your demos. It's great. Stuff. It's yeah. a great contact. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. guys, they're celebrating thirty uh, the twentieth anniversary of Follow the Leader. So it's a big year for Corn. Hey. That, that was an iconic album if new so. metal i just don't know why there's so many publications writing like reflective articles on <laughs> 20 years later follow the leader yeah okay whatever was that the one with with freak on a leash <laughs> yes oh there you go well that's why yeah you know so. <laughs> Definitely. okay all right enough about corn but <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> yeah. enough about corn more about the planet you tell me how'd you guys pry your drummer away from corn to start <laughs> the band the planet it's a, good you. Question. a lot of money how'd it start yeah right it's all money we're rich it's so yeah. much money tell me about how this this band started uh, you want me take, to do it yeah take okay. it away uh, yeah so so pretty much the band started with, with just pete and i uh you know we were so uh, the three of us we all go to music school but the first year, um, our drummer Robbie, who, who's unfortunately not here, he, um, <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna say that every time. Uh, so he was not in music school at first, but he lived like two doors away from me in the dorm. Uh, so Pete and I met in oral skills class, and and pretty much the the question that started the band was like, I had a few people around me, and I was like, Does anyone know what math rock is? And she was like, Hell yeah! Like I know what math rock is. Mind you, I just started listening like to it intently. So, yeah, like, so that was that was a big moment yeah. for me because literally everyone else in that group of like people just walked away at that point. But uh, <laughs> but, Pete, but Pete stuck around and we had best friends ever since, you know. So uh, we started writing like a lot, but we had this trouble like because Pete was a guitarist and I was a guitarist, and we we couldn't for the life of us find a drummer or a bassist that was into it. Yeah, and like in music school, no less. Yeah, like, right. Can't find a bass player to 
to play with us, but yeah, that's the that's the problem with Montclair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but so Robbie lived like like I said, like two doors away from me at, at the dorm, and he was like, "Yo, I know math rock. Let me play with you guys." And so we we had like a few jams with like just two guitars and a drummer at first, and then Pete, you know, Pete was the big man, and, and he and he uh, he decided he was gonna go and get a bass six. Kind of like uh, the TCNG style. Nice. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's like a contra guitar, but like, I, it sounds like a bass at the same time. Yeah. 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 And so that's that's pretty, pretty much how we formed. We, we wrote two songs. We kept one of them, and the other one was never heard again. So when was that? Is that like so? Your first releases, twenty fifteen ish. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. I did we? I don't remember. Did we like release that EP and then, I think a year later, did we? Do uh, the next one? I I think so. Uh, I don't really know. I honestly, honestly. I haven't looked at our discography nice. lately. Yes, but I'm here. I'm gonna set the history straight. Yeah, please guys, let's set it straight. <laughs> take us away. Let's, uh, let's let's get it down on paper or voice or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But tell me what attracted you guys to math rock as a genre. What were some of the bands that you heard and you decided this is what I want to play? I find it interesting that you guys all have a technical music background, too. You're educated in music. Does that play in at all, that you guys kind of don't really want to play simple music? <laughs> you're, you're learning about how to music in depth, that you want to play something complex and difficult to play? For me, no. Um, just because when like I was in a band in high school, and it was at that time... I was really into like British bands. So I was like really into Foles and like Block Party yeah. and Bombay Bicycle Club and um, yeah, like all those kind of bands, like Friendly Fires. And then I think I found out about like Maps and Atlases, who's like a math yeah. band, oh, yeah. because they they uh, toured with Foles when Foles like first came to America to tour. And um, from listening to Foles a lot, that's how I found them. And then like I kind of just like fell into math rock kind of like it. Like it just kind of like from clicking on YouTube videos and then, then I found like this town needs guns. And like, that was kind of like my first like math band that I guess I like obsessed over. Sure. And then like yeah. me uh, on the other end of the spectrum, when I was in high school, I, I think I was, an, I was a freshman and I found Terra Malos and I found like the song 40 rods, the hog's head. And I would just like walk around my town listening to that song like constantly. And I thought it was like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And I was like, before that I was into a lot of prog bands like yes. And like King Crimson. So I, I had like a few prog bands in high school, but like when I got to college, I was like, we got to take it a step up. Like it's yeah. time to do math rock. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's fun. You could see it kind of growing out of prog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would vehemently argue that, that math rock is like a product of prog and jazz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I wouldn't say like it was a, a, a need to play complicated music just because we were in music school, but yeah, it was it just a want. Like a, it wasn't like a conscious like choice, I don't think. Because our, our drummer, like, oh, yeah. he right. doesn't even really like math rock that much. Yeah, he was Not like a as much head. as we do. Yeah, he yeah. isn't really into like metal. Like, he loves like Slipknot mm-hmm. and he loves like Vane. What is it? When he was um, when he was 12, he could play Iowa front oh, that, to back. That's why he yeah. was hanging out with Korn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's yeah. why he was hanging out. Yeah, with Pwn him. was like a metal band, 100. percent A lot of like double bass, like. Oh yeah. yeah. Du- oh man, that's oh, that actually gosh. that's a good point to bring up. Is that <laughs> at our first practice we were like we had this idea for this song called uh, uh, Snow Capsule, right? And and our and Robbie he was just like 
<laughs> he was like, no, this doesn't sound anything like what I want it to sound like. Let me bring in my double bass pedal. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a great time because, uh, af- you know, after that first practice, he totally got the vibe of the band. And he decided, like, that he's not going to bring in a double bass pedal ever. Yeah. Which I'm I'm personally very glad about. But yeah. surprisingly enough, like he he's like a you know diehard metal fan, hardcore fan, but he's also like a diehard like hip hop and soul oh, fan. Wow. So cool. like he he really loves like Hiatus Coyote and like all like the old school hip hop like N.W.A. As do all and, of us. Yeah, like, as do all but, of like, us. He, but especially. he he like you know like he really loves like. Um, Neo soul type stuff like Frank Ocean. Yeah, we were just talking about like Ari Honing the other yeah. day. Yeah, so he's like kind of a toss Mark up when Julia he drums. Enough. It's cool. He either does, he can either get like really heavy or he can do like the, the like the neo soul super stuff, groove. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are really interesting. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. But tell me about you guys have had an eventful last two years as far as releases. You put out your first full length in 2017. I two parentheses me also that's right yeah and this year you put out a self-titled full length and before you're talking that you may put out another full length in 2019 yeah we're yeah. writing it right now yeah. tell, tell me about your 2017 full length since it's really not that far in the past you know i too me that's also true. tell it's me a little bit about, about that record feel so far how'd that come about what was the recording process like oh boy yeah i mean <laughs> let's talk about the recording i guess process. i guess to start it off like that album is is really the first songs we ever wrote mm-hmm. um and we it was written over how many like a year or two yeah like, it was i think it was like a, a over a year yeah we just, didn't really know our sound and we actually during the recording process we got rushed to write the the second five songs like we had like five songs at the time we were asked to record and then we got rushed into writing the next five songs like over the length of like two months yeah like robbie learned a song the night Literally, before we recorded the yeah album. if time is circular i'll be forever like he learned that song the day that we recorded which i think is crazy because he sounds that's like one of the i think yeah. personally i think it's like the best song on the album why'd you guys feel you had to like record a full length why not just do an ep at that point i think a lot of people do EPs. i think like i i don't know i personally just like it was our engineer yeah it was our engineer yeah because he he went to william patterson university and like there they have a really good like audio engineering yeah. program there and for i think like his final project yep. um he had to record a, a full album and we worked with him prior for a different project where we recorded just two songs yeah, our first um, EP. So he was like, "Oh, like let's let's do this full album." And um you know, like during the recording process, like our Robbie, you know, he has a studio um cuz his dad uh is a drum teacher. So like uh we recorded all the drums there and he did all 10 songs in one day. And then over like the cor- like a year, right? We it, Yeah, we, it took uh, literally a year for us to record all the gu- yeah. guitar and bass tracks and wow. vocal tracks. Yeah. So, so he, it would have been put out in 2016, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably could have, but and then our uh, our producer uh, started going through some personal um, things and yeah, we don't want to be Kind of put the he, record uh, on the back burner for a little bit, and that kind of slowed the process down completely. Certainly, so. yeah. But at the end of the day, he did it for free. Yeah. You know, so we can't really hold any bad blood against him. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds great. Thank you. Thanks. What was that like having to re- write five songs in such a small period of time, kind of with the gun to your head? Well, you know, would you do that again? 
Do you uh, think you got? It's again, I don't know. But after after our most recent record, definitely not. At the time, yeah. it was easy because we had just formed. We were kind of still finding our sound. We didn't really know what it was about. Yeah, so we were playing around more. Yeah, it was kind of easy to just you know write like you know I wrote like you know two songs really quickly and I showed the other guys and they're like all right cool whatever you know like so you know I think a, a glaring example of that is please guess my bird calls you know we haven't written anything like even remotely like that since it's like it's too happy for us at this point you know. But yeah. at the time, we were kind of still playing around with the idea um, of what we want to sound like, what we want to be. And that's kind of, you know, in my mind, that's where the, 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 our self-titled album comes in, which I think as a whole was just darker. It had like a style to it. We really like tried was, and thought about everything on that album. Yeah, it was more focused than the last one, I think. Um, yeah, because like the, the first one, I to me also was, yeah, like what he was saying was rushed. And like also like because we like, didn't start as friends you know like we like met kind of i feel like we became closer friends like through the band like especially me and robbie like robbie and i were not like great friends like before the band and then we kind of met as we formed it and then like i feel like as we've like matured as people and as friends like our music has kind of like followed that same path just like working with each other and like kind of you know and we're all like professional musicians so like i feel like we also like use that as a way to help us you know like definitely make like you know artistic choices so did you work together. with the same guy for the self-titled that came out this year no, same producer not. no we worked with uh robbie's uh like childhood best friend mm-hmm. uh victoria seagriff yeah she's amazing um yeah and she's like a she, really she, awesome engineer she's she's also i feel like with our band too like a big thing she talked about was how like she she came to our shows a lot and she kind of like did that to capture uh capture the vibe of yeah us exactly live, she made a point to come to so many shows because yeah. she was like we have a different sound live than and she wants to capture that and um she made sure not to rush us on any front at all she was like whenever you're ready we'll do it uh, which yeah. is really nice um and so you know as a result it, it is less songs you know the first song the first album was like 10 songs or something and then the second album was eight songs but we put so much thought into each one i mean i think that uh in particular like i'd hispa right i think it it took pete like what four months or more to write that Probably song like four to six months to to write it so since you do have a very unique and exciting live show what were your type of strategies to try to capture that while you were recording did you do like minimal takes or you know um first thing i would say is that we recorded everything live nice. so we were all in the same room uh you know we had our amps in different rooms we all had headphones on but we were in the room with robbie on drums and uh, we improvised on that album. The beginning and the end of that album are completely improvised. So, like, the, the opening of Por yeah. Los Dos is, like, completely improvised by us. The end of Skies in Your Room is completely improvised by us. We really wanted to, like, put more of an emphasis on that, on the album, for yeah. sure. Since that's what we do live all the time. Yeah. And also, we uh, we recorded in, like, the, the space that we practice in. So, like, Robbie's right. studio. So, like... Um, it, it felt like a lot more comfortable recording there than like, say like in our last producer's bedroom, like right to his computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't get into it if I'm sitting on the dude's bed, like recording right. bass parts, you know, so and like, alone nonetheless, those are single yeah. tracked as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So live, live tracking makes a huge difference to, to anyone who cares like that. It's, I mean, per- personally, us, I think you can really yeah. hear the difference on the two albums between like us playing in the same room, you know, versus us just playing off of what Robbie laid down like a month prior. Tell me a little bit about your live show before we play some songs from your self-titled record that was released earlier this year. We were talking before 
we got on the mics. You guys seem to have a philosophy or like an ethos about <laughs> your live shows and how you want it to Definitely be <laughs> an experience almost. Tell us a little bit about your live shows. Do they sound high energy, exciting, intense? Um, I definitely call it an ethos. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it is. I don't know. I feel like it, when I like think about it, when I think about each of our bands before this band, I feel like like in my band, I was normally the one that would go a little bit crazier than my bandmates. And, right. and Robbie, you know, loves punk music and like fast paced music. So he loves like energy in general. I was always the guy who was going crazy yeah. in my old prog bands. And I, I really feel like what it is is like because we came together with those like personalities, like we, we all like started recognizing it as like our shows started picking up more yeah, pace. And, like, definitely. And and you we know. mentioned this before, you know, we were just talking off off mic, but uh, like we looked at bands like Dillinger Escape Plan, like out at the drive-in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Terra Melos, like, we, you know, Pete and I, we, we lived together when we were starting the, this project and we, we decided uh, that like no one really, I mean, I guess it's not really true anymore, but at, at the time, like no one really was taking the live performance aspect seriously. We're like standing out for yeah. Like, people that were just like standing there and like focusing on like the the quality of the sound and stuff. And we were like, well, screw that, you know. We want to we want to get into the audience. We want to get people hyped. We want to make sure that you come to the live shows, you see something different than you'll see on the records, you know. And that's also where a lot of the improvisation aspects of our music came in. Um, yeah, like we like uh, at our live shows, like probably for the past like two three years um we i like hate talking into the mic at shows like i, I just it's very very <laughs> awkward right. for me yeah. <laughs> just like really not something i like doing so and we i also just decided hate, we would stop <laughs> yeah yeah so like we were just like you know like i don't want to talk like we're so just gonna play. we're just gonna fill the entire set with music no talking like transitions that are improvised in between songs and it was all just to keep the energy you know because yeah. we feel like our songs are so high energy like we don't want to just stop and be like Thanks. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> between songs. Such a buzzkill, you know? Yeah, yeah. so we, we don't say anything. And a lot of times, like, I think the audience doesn't really know what to do. Like, so they don't clap between songs. And, and that's fine, you know? Because as long as they're into it, you know, that's what we care about. Yeah. And I also think, like, it's more of an experience because, like, not a lot of bands do that, per se. Like, if every band was, like, having, like, these, like, transitions between songs, then it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. Like, a lot of bands, like, you know, they that's their ethos, I guess stopping yeah but sure. you know that's normal so well that's cool. not us though is what it comes <laughs> yeah. down to good that's boring so i do want to play some songs from your 2018 self-titled second lp first off <laughs> i definitely want to play pork no low dose question mark that's the one that seems to be the hit man that's a <laughs> fucking ripper if you ask me yeah, that's a you. banger <laughs> any other songs you guys would like to play from the record we've Share heard of We've heard pretty positive fat feedback about Pazolutely also. Nice. Like Idhispa. Yeah, and I, I would personally want Idhispa to be played because, like I said, Pete put so much effort into writing that song. I got angry at him like during the writing process of that because it was so complicated, but like it came out. You know, I, would, I couldn't be happier with how it came out. Awesome. So let's, uh, let's play those songs, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about records, man. We're playing Pork No Low Dose, Pazolutely, and Ibiza, Ibiza, Adhisba. I don't have it so bad after all. That's what it stands for. Adhisba, right? Yep. That's how you pronounce Adhisba, it. Adhisba, yeah. Off of the Planet Use 2018 Adhisba. second album. It's self-titled. You don't need to remember a title. It's just the band's <laughs> name. 
We'll be back. Okay, wait. Jess also wants us to play Noya. So, <laughs> for its song, we'll be right back. Of your words each day, how can I make more sun? We so fall upon with something I hate, but I'll pry open my chest for you and hope that you do the same. Your music so fast, so it's hardly attached to change the 
them I can get in time. Yeah, most of it is mine. The silence will fool me fine. Yeah, well, my point is there is no point to pointing out what was this. Yeah, loosen the heavens. It grips and curls and breaks apart like sugar.
All right, we're back. <sighs> Yay, we're here. We just heard for the Planet U songs, Pork Nola Dose. <laughs> the hit. Yeah, the hit, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. It he's ba. And Jess's pick, Noya. That's right. Si. Si, senor and senora. But now we're transitioning <laughs> to the second portion of the program. Well, you could get that at uh, theplanetu.bandcamp.com, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. I can actually verify it because I have that open on my phone. Yes, theplanetu.bandcamp.com. That's correct. If you're interested, Precisely. hit it up. Also available on Spotify. What about Apple Music, maybe? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Apple Music. We're distributed on all Tidal? platforms. Title. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, no. Yeah, Just part of the Planet U. Look up the Planet U. We're there. <laughs> you know, the title, the streaming service. Yeah. Look it up. Hey, don't, don't bother us about this anymore, guys out there. You l- <laughs> listeners, stop hassling us. Just use Google or the search engine on your streaming service. You'll find it. I believe in you. Anyway, we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you guys pick some records from my record collection. We're going to talk about them. Let's start off with Damon Paula. Currents. Currents. Great record. I saw them live in uh, Prospect Park really? two summers ago. How were they? It's Pro- pretty dope. How was their light show? Pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dope overall. Overall was dope. Yeah, man. I don't know. I there was When this record came out, I think it was in the summer of... 16. Yeah, 16. Oh, I dropped my phone. Oh, well. Ah, it's okay. Summer 16. Keep going. Yeah, summer 16. I, I had a, a friend who heavily was into this band and um like listened to it like in the car for like the entire summer it was just like the, the summer record i guess but no i i really love this record it is know. a summery record for sure yeah they the wait what song is it it's the first one yeah let it happen i i feel like when yeah when i downloaded i think i downloaded like a bootleg copy of it from the internet and it gave me, I think at that point, the, like, Let It Happen, they had, like, the commercial version of it out, so without, like, that, like, trancey section where it's, like, repeating a lot, and I downloaded that version of it with the repeats, and I started listening to it, and I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, it, it was, like, tw- it's, like, a 12-minute long song, of, and, like, like for the, like, three, four minutes, like, section in the middle, it was just, like, repeating, like, oh. like, uh... Like they had like a sample pattern just doing that. Crazy. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it, uh, it was really cool. I just really liked it. Yeah, yeah this section is going to be really fun because you're going to see how different all our, our music <laughs> tastes are. Good. I don't know yes. either of these records Good. that Pete picks out. <laughs> yeah. And so Tame Impala, Currents, and also Animal Collective, Strawberry Jam. Yeah, this record, I listened to my friend gave me this record on CD in high school when I was probably like a junior yeah it was a junior and i just started learning how to drive i was a little late to that and um i i was given my mom's like ford explorer with like the windows had to be like duct taped because they would like fall down and i remember like we i would go over my friend's house and then you know we would drink and stuff and then the next morning like i would put this record on like driving home and like they would like wake me up and stuff yeah, but, yeah, it's a wake me up record. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> like forever green. It's like your eggs like and toast. Repeatedly yeah. played. It's like the yolk, you know. Yeah, like sure. Yeah. <laughs> the egg. What's exactly. what? What song? What song you want to hear? 
Uh, Forever and Greened. That's definitely. a good one. That's Great that jam. one was probably the one that got me most. And, and what about from Currents? Because we didn't. didn't ah, from Currents. <sighs> That's tough. Um, Nangs is like a like a transition one, but it's still pretty cool. Um, let's just do Let It Happen. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good picks. Max, you're up next. Yeah. Hey, uh, before I get super into it, I just want to quick quickly <laughs> say that uh, Pete has tried to get me into both of these bands, Animal Collective and Never Tiamala. works, man. You, you failed attempts, both. It's too but, weird for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's no. fun, though. I, I, you know, I have like a distanced respect for, for them both. Uh, we used to hang out with some guys that really liked Tim and Paula. A lot of distance. Yeah, a lot of distance. Exactly. <laughs> as, as much distance as possible. But um, so, so my picks that are, I guess, we don't have physically here, but I was promised that... Uh, <laughs> they will. They exist. Yeah, exactly. They so do I, exist. I said uh, King Crimson in the wake of Poseidon, or particularly the song Pictures of a City, is just one of my favorite prog songs ever written. I think it's just like awesome to see how much they could do uh, with just like, oh, um, um, like now it sounds almost primitive, but it's it's crazy. It's like the the ink, the first inklings of math rock in my opinion. And then I said also yes, uh, close to the edge, which is just you know undisputed epic of our time. I second that. Yeah, I second that. Incredible, incredible stuff. I have and, that record on vinyl. And I and I have only me too. Cool. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Me so, too. Yes. <laughs> so I've been told. Right? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have to totally credit those with like getting me into into Prague and getting me into math rock in general. Like, um, I mean, I have always said that like Mars Volta is pretty much just like modern day King Crimson. Yeah. Yep. And that they've directly said that's what they wanted to sound like. They wanted to do prog yep. stuff. That's why at the drive-in broke up. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I've heard the quote that they say over and over that's like rehashes. Yeah, we wanted our next record to sound like what's the first Pink Floyd album? What's it called? Piper at the Gates yeah, of Dawn. Yeah, they're like we wanted our next record to sound like Piper at the Gates of Dawn and you know the other guy that formed Sparta was like no, I don't want That's to do right. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why they went separate ways. Yeah, that's why they went their separate ways. Yeah, and it's ways. crazy. Yeah. I was I was trying for years to convince my friend Harrison Katz. I I was trying to tell him that like, "No, dude, if you listen to Francis the Mute by Mars Volta, it's it's just in the wake of Poseidon." Just sped up, See, you know. I, but... I just feel like like they're like the Latin Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Totally you know, Latin like, influence, like, like especially live. Oh, but. so cool. Yeah, I saw them live a lot when I was in high. When I well, yeah, because <sighs> when I was in high school, I must have. I think I've seen the Mars Volta live like five times. Wow. But the last time I saw them live was like a decade ago. Though. I am but so jealous. I remember Terminal Five a couple of times. I think ones at like Ro- Roseland Ballroom. Delaus in the Comatorium era. Yeah, yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh man, yeah. the original. How were they? Yeah, Cause... pretty sick. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember taking the bus from Verona to like go to Terminal Five one time to see them. The only band I ever saw at Terminal Five was uh was Cake. If you, yes. <laughs> if you know Cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were fun. Actually, yeah. I was I was surprised. They played this one song, uh, Arco Arena, and it was like a prog song, and I was like, what? Like Cake. Cake plays prog. What's going on yeah, here? Cake what's, plays what's prog, Max. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> That's the name of the song. That should be the name of your next record. Yeah, Cake, Cake plays, plays prog. prog. All right. It's a good. The record. Planet You. Or Cake at least prog. a song. Cake plays prog. Yeah, check it out on Spotify. It's, it's coming soon. Can't yeah. wait. To see. <laughs> Can't wait to see that and hear that. All right, you guys. The Planet You's picks. 
We've got Animal Collective, Tame Impala, King Crimson, and yes. Yeah, I feel like we should speak to our our, our drummer's picks as well. I know he's not yeah. here, but I, I can. I think I can speak with confidence saying that Iowa. he would probably pick yeah, Iowa by <laughs> Slipknot. And uh, what was the thing that we were talking about? Corn before? He yeah, it's a, a good thing I don't have those uh, records. He also yeah. loves uh, Frank Ocean Blonde. Oh, there you okay. go. I don't so, have that either, but so that's a good record. Slipknot and Frank Ocean. Yep, there we go. That, that's Robbie's pick. <laughs> that's, that's really it. <laughs> we'll just play a song. We'll play a song from uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde to wrap up this set. And we Jess, appreciate you want to hear anything? I'm good with Frank Ocean. All right, sick. That's also Jess' pick. <laughs> Killed two birds with one stone, man. Here we go. More tunes.
around your city, round the clock. Everybody needs you. No, you can't make everybody equal. Although you got Buku family, you don't even got nobody being honest with you. Free till I evaporated. My whole body see through transportation handmade. And I know it better than most people. I don't trust them anyways. You can't break the law with them. Get some good she have a calm night. Shooters killing left and right. Working through your worst night. If I get my money right, you know I won't need you. And I tell you, I hope the sack is full up. I'm fucking no, I'm fucked up. Spend it when I get that. I ain't trying to keep you. Can't keep up a conversation. Can't nobody read you. Why your eyes well up? Did you call me from a seance? You were from my past life. Hope you're doing well, bro. I've been out here head first. Always like the head first. Signal coming in and out. Hope you're doing well, bro. Everybody needs you. Everybody needs you. Ooh, nani nani. This feel like a quaalude. No sleep in my body. Ain't no bitch in my body. New beginnings. Uh, new beginnings. Wake up high, the sun's going down. Time to start your day, bro. Can't keep being laid on. Oh, you need the money. Gonna survive every night, shit. every day, shit. Dropping baby off at home before my night, shit. You know I can't hear none of spend the night, shit. Kumbaya, shit. Wanna see Nirvana, but don't wanna die, yeah. Wanna feel it, nah, nah, don't combine, fuck with me after my shit. Oh, them boys wanna see me broke down, shit. Bumped out and shit, stressed out, shit. That's every day, shit. Shut the fuck up, I don't want your conversation. Rolling marijuana, that's a cheap vacation My everyday shit, every night shit, everyday shit Every night fucks every day up Every day patches the night up Oh God, you should match it, it's that KO No way lighters till I fuck my 28th up 1998, my family had the Acre Oh, the legend Kept at least six discs and a changer Back when Boswell and Percy had it active 
Couple bishops in the city building mansions. Oh, the reverend preaching self-made millionaire status. When we could only eat at Shoney's on occasion. After Trina hit, I had to transfer campus. Your apartment, I didn't use this while I waited. Staying with you when I didn't have a address. Fucking on you when I didn't own a mattress. Working on a way to make it out of Texas. Every night. Popping baby up and on you my night shit. Yeah. You know I can't hear none of that. Spend the night shit. My gosh. Wanna see Nirvana. Wanna die. Wanna feel it out of the food you can buy. But we'll be at the mash. If you know the boys, wanna see me bunk down. See me bunk down. All right, we're back. We just heard Planet Use Picks plus Jess. We heard Animal <laughs> Collective, Tame Impala, King Crimson. Yes. <laughs> yes, we heard yes, and we heard Frank Ocean, a joint pick of your drummer, your corn drummer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Jess, who's awesome. You guys rule. Sadly, Thank you so much. this is coming to an end. I- I'm all, sad. all good things have to end. It's guys. been a great 10 years, man. It's been a great, <laughs> it's been a great decade in this apartment. It's been, uh, we've survived off of oatmeal raisin cookies. From Pepperidge Farm. Oh, God. It's, that's all I can see right there is what I have. <laughs> and uh, plants. Mm-hmm. We ate the plants. It's all, all good. Uh, guys, it's been great. Tell me what are your plans for 2019. Tell us. Tell everyone who's listening. Oh, boy. What's going on? I, our new record, third record in three years. We'll do our best. Are really doing that? We'll try. <laughs> well, we've, so we've written yeah. two songs thus far for the new record. I know I know. Pete has written more than that. I've I, written I'm two more. Having, I'm struggling. So you got four. Yeah. You need like five yeah. or six more. Yep. Just, we just got to rush it out like the first yep. one. <laughs> It'll be good. You got time, though. So we're working on Everybody it. Everybody chill. All right. All right. And you know Everybody what? Uh, a sign of hope. You know, I, I really think that this new stuff is probably the best we've ever written. I mean... It's it's yeah. certainly like I mean I feel like what I've written is the most cohesive. I feel like what Pete's written is probably the most complicated. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean I think so. I don't know. That's pretty yeah. But hopefully we will have a new record out by 2019 and or, a and a tour. Yes, we haven't we haven't toured since 2015 with Polyphony with Polyphony, Mathcore Legends. Yeah, truly. And w- wow, it's going to tour. Yeah, we're gonna try. I my goal. Is to try and get us to tour, like, at least the East Coast or... I would love at, that. Yeah, We'll, we'll see what happens. We haven't done, like, a real, like, big tour in, since Polyphony, so... Yeah, Robbie's not here to vehemently oppose, so let's just say we're touring. Yep. <laughs> and now he's obligated to do so. Nice. <laughs> nice. And you guys got a show on February 2nd with Queen Moo at the Kingsland in Brooklyn, New York, that appears to be in Williamsburg... I have not been there, so I'm not sure where it is exactly, but go. People have been playing at that place. Any other shows coming up? We got something in the works in Asbury Park. Hopefully. Oh, nice. Yeah, never played there before. Uh, we have something else coming up in New Brunswick. You can always catch us there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should we should book somewhere in like Montclair soon. Yeah, we should. We haven't we, we actually haven't we haven't played our home our home <laughs> our hometown in a long time at this point. So we'll try to get something in Montclair. Keep an eye out. Yeah, we're working awesome. on it. 
We're working <laughs> on it, people. Just Fe- trust us. <laughs> February 2nd at the Kingsland. That's actually in Greenpoint, people. That's in Greenpoint, north of Williamsburg. That'll and- be a great show, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Queen Moo's incredible. And yeah. if you want to hear their music, The Planet U, theplanetu.bandcamp.com, any streaming service, like them on Facebook. They have an Instagram, TYP, 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 TYP. TPY. TPY. Yeah, yeah. So close. You're so close. TPY, 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 TPY. As many times as you can type. As many times as you can type. That's right. Okay, everyone? Yep. And we're going to end the program with one more song by TPY, The Planet You. The sky is in your room. Anything you'd like to say about this lovely song? Well, let me just say thank you so much for having us, Tom. Yeah, thank yeah, you thank guys you. for coming. Appreciate it was it. a blast. Uh, we always close with this song, The Sky is in Your Room. It's and uh, it's mostly in 4-4, so sorry. In true TPY Shit. fashion, Max and I wrote songs with no endings, and we just peanut butter and jelly them, man. Just jam them out. Stuck them together. Jam it out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Sky is yes. in Your Room. Pete, came, Pete said he wrote a new song, and he came in, and he wrote it on the spot. So. Nice, <laughs> it was really fun. That's that's cool. Yeah. It's really badass. Yeah, it was. It's. I mean, respect I think it has it. a unique sound on our record, and I think that it's a great way to close it out. So I thank you so much. You respect it, and we're closing the program with it. So it's a closer. Thanks <laughs> yes. to the planet U. This again is the sky is in your room. We will see you in the future. Next time, you know, whatever. Same thing. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thank Bye. You. This is the sky is in your room. Look at my records. Yeah, look at my records. Sky's in your room. Okay, this is it. It's over.